about oh, like, what's quarantine saying for everyone yeah we've, we've, yeah we've had enough of that but what's yeah. it, i was thinking um i've got a bone to pick with like interviewers go on in that terms of, like, <laughs> in terms of like the questions that they ask it's <laughs> like it's just it's just a bunch of bs like they'll ask you um describe yourself in three words mm. how is that gonna make me do the job More impl- <laughs> yeah more employable. How how is that decipher? Like, oh, he's a good employer. I mean, employee. I want him. Exactly, fam. Exactly. And then obviously they ask, um, where would you see yourself in five years? And I'm not saying I'm not saying that's a bad question, but I'm not gonna be here in five years. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> like, if you think uh, man's like working at Lidl for the next five <laughs> years, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like what the hell, bro? No, nah, that's true. That's, that's true. true. I'll pay that devil's advocate. Yeah, go on. Um, they're trying to see like what type of mindset you have. They're trying to see if you're like what what are your plans, like mm. you know. Yeah, where they, they, they don't they don't really care about where you're in the next five years. They mm. just want to see like what your thinking is. I know, but it's like I just feel like all them questions are so pointless. So, what would you ask if you're an interviewer? Not what I ask. I'd ask why do you want this job? And I know, like, I, 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 I'd say to them, I'd say to them, like, don't even lie to me, bro. <laughs> like if you, if you just want it for the money, just tell me. Bro. Like, I prefer if you were transparent. With it. Hey, like because more times that's why people are there, bro. It's like, why do you want the job and you're there? Like, oh, I care about the brand value. Like, like bro, I just want the money, bro. Like, that's why I'm here. Mm. <laughs> that would be hilarious, bro. They, they say, oh, yeah, I only, I only want to take this job so that it can fund my um the murdering spree that I'm about to go in, bro. Wait, what? Why? Why does it have to be a murderous spree? You see, someone takes it left. You see, how, you see how Philly's like, oh, this is gonna go left or whatever. Yeah, this is Taj, fam. Like, where did that come from? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but even, even um, like the five year question, yeah. I was thinking, like, we all want to make it out the end, right? Yeah. Then what? We all want to make it out the ends. Yeah. That applies to fam more than anyone, fam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's this? Oh my his, god. Isn't a girl. <laughs> but what's it called? Um, do you lot think like making it out of the ends is something you can do by yourself, or do you think like you need like the assistance of others? Yeah, I think you need assistance. I don't think I can do it on my own. If, even if I did do it on my own, it would be a lot harder. Mm. Like for instance, mm. even like when I look at some of the organisations that I'm part of, like the um, like the social mobility, helping you like in your employability skills, soft skills, all that kind of stuff. If I yeah. didn't have those companies there, it would be so difficult for me. So it's like. I could, you know, gain those skills or whatever over time, you know, experience by chance. But it being given to me, given to me on a plate, it's a lot easier. I prefer it like that. I'm so stuck in between. because I, I do believe that, like, you don't necessarily need anyone to be able to achieve anything. That shouldn't be an excuse. Like, yeah. you shouldn't say, oh, I don't have people around me. But I do see the benefits of, like, a team or a squad. Yeah. And it is, it is definitely essential to have a good team around you or a group yeah. of people. So Yeah, definitely. And even, um, in terms of, like, just, like, like having a team around you or whatever like of course like there's no like obligation for someone to help you yeah but i don't see like how like one retweet or like one like or one follow is gonna kill you bro mm. okay. i don't see how it's gonna harm you because like in terms of like our generation mm. this is like obviously this is my opinion like you you lost my different opinions yeah and that's the whole point of a podcast mm. but in terms of our generation i feel like like we're all crabs in a barrel 
like trying to make out the hood, trying to make out the ends, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And it seems as if people people think they can't make it out unless they like have like they tear someone else down. So it's like okay. that phrase that you always hear where it's like um people people want you to do better but never better than them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And my problem is just like trying to understand why like why can't we all make it out, bro? Like why mm. does it have to be a select few to make out and then you get me? Like there's not enough mm. support basically. There's not yeah, enough support. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, that makes so much sense. Because everyone's mm. worried about themselves. Everyone's like, let me just get me, my mom, and my family out. Yeah. But what about what about your, like what about your friends who were there like since day one? I wouldn't want to leave anyone behind. Yeah. Like, I was even thinking like even um I saw this one picture. It was like these different stick men, and it was mm. like it was one there was one black. It was like three. I think it was two black stick men. Let's just say that, and it was like two white ones. And then I think they were trying to get over like a, a wall. Let's just say that wall represents, you know, pushing through the barriers and getting out the hood or whatever, something like that. Yeah. And it was like how the white stickmen were getting over, but then they were literally, once one of them gets over, they would try to help the other one to get over the wall at the same time. But if the black stickmen, once they got over, they were gone. They just cut. And I was thinking to myself, like, bruv, I swear, bruv, I feel like the black community, that's the issue for us, bruv. We, we go and we don't come back. Gone. Yeah, because... I don't think... Yeah, go on for that. I don't think it's just the black community that, like, has that. Mm. I think a lot of communities have that as well. That's yeah. fair, but I think yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like that's something in it, in like my community as well. Mm. It's just like save yourself, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I, like it's, it's it's definitely hard because like obviously you do want to save yourself first. Yeah, <laughs> but you can always draw a line between like there's there's drawing a line between wanting to save yourself and one and just being like straight out selfish. Okay, yeah, but um, it even made me think like because like a couple of weeks ago there was like this this discussion. It wasn't even a discussion. It was a straight out statement, yeah. Yeah. Um, surrounding like whether people were cut out for YouTube, and mm-hmm. this this was on the TL, and like the yeah. general the general like consensus was that the platform was like oversaturated with like similar content, and like therefore we don't need new people making YouTube channels. Mm. First of all, statement. <laughs> I I don't know who we is. I've never seen <laughs> we. I mean, he could be walking down the street, and I wouldn't know a thing. <laughs> like since when am I gonna allow someone to to think for me? Like how how are you now gonna say, oh we don't need people making YouTube channels because they all do the same thing? I'm I'm just thinking like there's an audience for everyone, bruv. Like personalities mm-hmm. differ, humor differs, like content will be different. Exactly, bruv. Like even though it's the same, let's say idea, it's not gonna be exactly the same, bruv. Exactly. Bruv, most of the people who, who are commenting or whatever, saying that kind of stuff, they probably watch the same content by different YouTubers every single day. Mm. Like, bruv, like, you see, um, what's it called, Chunks in Philly. Yeah. Like, Chunks has been doing those questions or those, like, those little um challenges that he's been doing for time. And it's just, for like, years. different people. Yeah, like, it's just different people are coming now. Like, now it's him and young, him and, um, and Philly. So, I don't know what people are chatting about, about different content bullshit. Like, do you also, think that like, is buffering? Do you mind if I just comment on that? Yeah. Basically... Basically, when the number of competition increases, the level also increases. Mm. So I think it's always good to have, like, that competition because it means the content's going to get better. People are going to try harder. Like, you, you now have to do something to stand out. Yeah. It's good. Whereas if, they, if you didn't have that competition or if it wasn't being oversaturated, now you're, like, you would be complacent. Exactly. So competition is always good. It always pushes people, like, mm-hmm. like to do better things. Yeah. Do you think um, statements, like, like let's say oh don't create that youtube channel you're not cut out for it do you think like it comes a place it comes from a place of like insecurity yeah 100 <laughs> because me me personally i believe 
the people saying it, I, I think they're just like them individuals that wanted to do something and they couldn't achieve it. Mm, so they're projecting so now they're just, it. Yeah, exactly. They're projecting like their emotions and their, their frustrations mm. onto other people. Yeah. And, like, come on, bruv. Like, we, yeah. Like, it's like those same people that would be like, oh, you can't make it pro, you know, when it comes to exactly, football. Exactly. Like, just because you didn't make it pro. Yeah. Mm, just, is it, come on, man. Just because you somehow injured your, your knee. Uh, <laughs> everyone's everyone's apparently injured any you know honestly yeah. like, hey. the thing is, I mean, at this point I just say like I got ruined by a football team like it has nothing mm. to do with me it is, it's not my injury it's just I made the wrong decisions in terms of football and it cost me mm. but you yeah. people you go out there and say oh no nah, I used to play for Arsenal Academy you didn't play for no academy but you played for the <laughs> college team <laughs> and you got injured in a college game, bro. Like, you know, you know, the people that used to say that like, play for Arsenal Academy, it reminds me of those kids that you'd be like, oh, I played for Tottenham, but what you did was you played for Kex. Oh, you know that? Like, not not oh, Kex, yeah. not Kicks, um, Kicks, Kicks. Yeah, Kicks, Kicks, yeah. What, Fairy Lane and that? Yeah, like you just played for like your Haringey or your local borough and they had like an association with like the, the, the local Premier League team. Mm. So you were, bro. Like, and no disrespect to you, but don't lie. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no need to lie, man. There's no need to lie at all. But um, uh, even with the um, like, where were we going back on topic with the like the whole YouTube channel? Oh, yeah, whatever, yeah. Like, of course, like we're just like reiterating what has already been said like thousands, millions of times, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> like in terms of not even YouTube, like in terms of making a blog, starting a podcast, starting a yeah. clothing line, like the process is gonna be difficult, bro. 100%. Like us lots, we're not even. We can't even like. We talk. can't honestly, bro. We're we're a mess when it comes to this podcasting. I think we're just we're in the process of learning, yeah. But there is some accountability that like, we do need to take it in stride. Like, raw, mm. we're doing enough. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, like you're gonna go through a lot of trials and tribulations whilst you're like starting up your project or whatever. Hundred percent. But at I the was end... gonna say, oh. can I say something real quick. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, even to that statement, yeah, it's so stupid about the whole, like, just because the market is saturated, you know, there's no point jumping on YouTube. Yeah, like, yeah. even when you look at, like, um, what's it called? Like, Apple and iPhone, bruv. When Apple, when, when the first iPhone got introduced and stuff, like, Nokia, Samsung were all, like, you know, the giants. And mm. for any logical person, it would not be smart to enter the market with a new phone. And look, now, you know, 10 years, 11 years later, like, most of us all have an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. so... You know, to anyone that's that even got affected by the statement, bruv, just do what you have to do, isn't it? Like, don't even worry about it. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, like, there's people who've, who've been in your position, bruv. Yeah. There are people who've been in worse. So, <laughs> to me, like, how can you sit there and, like, sulk and just, like, be depressed about, like, your circumstance when you mm. can you can change it, bruv? Like, and, of course, I, I say depressed as, like, a, con- a connotation of sad. I'm not, like, taken away from the fact that, like, depression does play a major role. Mm. Mm. Like when it comes to getting back on your feet, but yeah. um, I don't know. Just don't, just don't, don't pay mind to people, bro. Like people yeah. chat shit, man. Especially <laughs> on the TL, bro. The TL is yeah, it's a horrid say, place, bro. A lot of people spread hate because it gets clout. There's something mm-hmm. about negativity that attracts people. Mm-hmm. So that might not even be what someone actually wants to say, but they know it would get attention. Hundred percent. So you know, I was thinking, yeah. I always think about this. It's so dumb how. Back in, like, sometimes back in the day, they had less distractions and stuff, isn't it? So when you look at even, let's bring it back to football, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you got people like Pele, you had Maradona. These men used to play football, isn't, like, football in the favelas and that. 
not Maradona, but like you know, they play football in the like favelas, no football boots, nothing, playing on the beach and that. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, you have us, we have everything, you know, put on a plate for us. And you'd think that with all these different tools at you know at our disposal, like bro, we should be going and doing things. Because them man back then they were looking they will be looking at us thinking, rah, you man are lucky, you know. Yeah. Like it's crazy. It's a it's a first world problem, bruv. It's like yeah. man are stressing over things that people don't even dream about having. Mm. Like even um, even like the other day, like I was I was looking online and stuff, and I was looking at things to buy, and I was yeah. thinking to myself like, "Raw, should I buy this or should I save my money?" Yeah, and then I thought, "Bro, there's people out there who don't even have this money, like, and I'm out here just like w- worrying about this 100%. when there should be other things I should be worrying about. Like, it just it's it's a first world problem, bro." Like, we're complaining like sometimes you order food and the food doesn't bang. Exactly. Why I waste yeah. yeah. Bro, someone, someone would literally eat those scraps. Bro, you, they like, would easily. love that food. <laughs> Mate. Um, That's the reality of it, though. Yeah, I just think we need to be just we, we need to be nicer to each other and just a lot more appreciative, man. Yeah, we do. We do. That's... But um, you guys think, like, so say for instance, people that leave the hood, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, uh, let's just go with that impression that, that um, we call that same and, you know, leaving the hood wherever. Yeah. Like, so say if you do leave, like, what's the, like, you know, what would you guys recommend that? How do you turn back? Like, how do you give back? To the com- um, like to the community of where you came from or, like, to the people, to, like, your people? All right. So I was, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, do you guys think that there's an obligation to give back to the community more than giving back to your friends or is, are they just the same thing? I think no. it's your friends. Yeah, I don't, yeah. What do you owe to the community other than, like, what do you really owe to the community? Now, the thing sure. for me, mm-hmm. it's not about what you owe to the community. It's the fact that you are in the same circumstances as those within the community. So it's oh, just, so it's just, like, okay. it's just like, like they've been in the same position as you, bro. So why wouldn't you help them? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um, would, yeah. Sense. But what would I do? Um, so what would would like present opportunities for them? Yeah, I think, well, I yeah. think that's the best thing to do. Yeah. Teach. I think like what if, have you learned? If you haven't got anything within the community, I think like. The best thing to do is to start up like a, a community center. Mm. That that is the best thing to do. But obviously, there there are like already like community centers in place. So after yeah. after that, I, there's not much you can do for the community, bro. It's it's difficult because like you can give them like there's two ways you can go. Yeah, like, you can go through like education, like you know, teach them something that they didn't like you found out mm. you know on your way to like success, or you can like give them something material like mm. money or you know donations. Like you said the. Um, youth centers and whatever it is yeah so it's like which one do you think means more like i know people will be like oh if you if you do like kind of like a materialistic um if you give them something like materialistic it's like okay cool we can see it so then that person must be very very like um what's the word like charitable but if you're giving free education it's like people don't really see it it's harder to see if that makes sense so like if i'm giving yeah. back and i you know i teach and i do whatever people are not going to be able to see it's not flashy so i can't show off so I feel as if like you're more likely to more people are more likely to turn to oh you know I'm gonna build a youth center I'm gonna build this and whatever mm. my name's gonna be on it. You know, um, I think I think the education part is more important. I think um, shifting mindsets like that small minded mindset. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much money you pump into someone if they don't, if they can't change that small mindedness then they're not gonna get anywhere anyway. So I think like giving hope to young people like ma- making them believe that they can they can you know make it out. That's that's yeah. the most important part. Yeah. Mindset. Yeah. And with the mindset, like you should have like an opportunity available for them. Cause like it's all great having a mindset, but if I can't take this mindset to a certain place, like what am I doing with it, bro? Mm. 
Mm. Like, if there's nothing accessible for me in the future, like, um, like even even in secondary school, like yeah. I know, I know, Taj, you got like some opportunities in it. Yeah, but a couple. Year seven, year eight, year nine, there were no opportunities for you, were there? It's only like no. around like year ten, year eleven, where they yeah. started like popping up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Even after that, should yeah. be there from from early, fam. Yeah, that's actually so true. Like, I remember, um, I started getting it properly. Pro- I would say like maybe early, early year twelve and late year eleven, around there. Mm. And like I remember thinking to myself, bruv, like there was children who I met like on the program, and they had gone to summer schools. They'd gone to all these different events and stuff. Where mm. like if you'd gone to them like these university kind of summer schools, like your grade um requirements get reduced when you're actually applying, you know, to go to uni. And I was thinking to myself, bro, why wasn't, why didn't we get no information about this? Like, throughout my whole time at secondary school, I didn't know at all. And mm-hmm. I know people, like, throw around this, that they say, oh, we call it, you know, it's a public school, so, you know, you can't expect much. But, you know, literally passing on information doesn't cost anything. So it's, I don't understand, yeah. you know, why that wasn't available. But that's just yeah. one example. It's yeah. sad. It's sad because, you know, there's a lot of... There's a lot of say, hidden talent, bro. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of, like, even, what's his name? What's that guy's name on the... He was on 90s Baby Show. Carl, is it Carl? Carl, Carl, Carl. Carl. He was saying about what, the hidden um, alumni. About yeah. how, like, uh, say, for instance, someone who's, you know, I don't, I can't think of the example he gave, but I think it was, like, a pregnant girl. Um, she goes to uni. She gets good grades. Um, and she comes out. She gets a 2-1 at university. She doesn't get a first, but she gets a 2-1 whilst having to look after a kid. He says, oh, yeah, her 2-1 worth more, is worth more than someone who gets a first because, obviously, she had yeah. obligations as a mother and whatever. And, like, bro, you see a lot of that in, like, children who go to public schools. Like, you know, there's children who go through a lot. Yeah. But because we don't have access to certain things, it's like, you know, we're left to fend for our, our own. And a lot of people take, you know, left. They go left or they go right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just... Uh, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. And, like, it's it's it's, it's crazy how, like, we've, we've identified this now, but we literally can't do anything because we're not in a, a position. We're not in a... A position of power to like even help. Yeah, mm. I suppose by what was the thing? I think it's like the only way we can help right now is probably helping ourselves so that we get into the position where we can help. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think for me, one thing I would want to do is be a mentor because I'm not gonna. Like, I realized this whole. I remember like when you grow up, you hear people say, "Oh, I speak to my mentor and this, this, and this," and you're having conversations and stuff. Yeah, I think I would love to be able to be in that position to help so help a kid out. Yeah, that's lit, you know, because it's like it's like like you're an older bro or something, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's so calm, man. And yeah, yeah, that's a good one still. And seeing that kid maybe grow up and become great things Mm. would feel so good. Like knowing that, like you played a part in that. Exactly. Exactly. It was like even remember when we used to um, what was it, Kenya? We did the tennis. We did the tennis. With tennis uh, yeah. boxes, yeah. <laughs> and I had the little kids, man. I'm not gonna like, even helping them. Like, I, I don't know how much I helped them. I probably didn't help them. It's nothing, but yeah, they I, you know, this, yeah, they don't know who we are. <laughs> they don't know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, you know, just helping. I, I like it. I like that feeling of just nurturing. It's yeah. a nice feeling. Yeah, definitely, man. It's a nice feeling, but but <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like the bone pick I wanted to pick today, bro. <laughs> The girls at the pod, I love it. This guy's like, nah, I need to get this off my chest. Well, obviously, everyone knows about like it's Ramadan, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful month for Ramadan. So, I went to this arts, like, okay, you, you did a day, isn't it? You did one day of fasting. I did three days. You did three days? I didn't even yeah. know. Yeah, how are you finding it? Um, it's not, it's not for me, it's not that hard. 
it's not necessarily that hard because obviously I was doing like intermittent fasting anyways. Yeah. So I'd I'd eat from like two PM to eight PM and then I'd just do that every day, two PM, eight PM, two PM, eight PM. Um so when I started doing it, the first day, I was like, Yeah, this is calm. It went it went it went a breeze, bruv. <laughs> Second day I was dying. <laughs> Second day, I was like, oh, my Lord, bro. I don't know how you lots do it, man. Like, I've got so much respect because I, I was so tempted, bro. I was so tempted. Um, <laughs> and then third day, third day was calm as well. Third day was calm. But the second day really, like, got to me. But yeah. I haven't, I haven't been able to, like, I haven't been consistent, I'll be honest. Like, I wanted yeah. to do it throughout the whole month. But mm. my self-discipline is just not there, bro. <laughs> I understand. And, and even... um. Even um, when I first started it, I was like, I was at a high in it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. And obviously, down the week, man, just like, <laughs> morale just went in it. So I was like, yeah, happens, I, I can't that, do this. Yeah. That happens to most, that happens to a lot of Muslims. Like, would you agree with that? Because like, we start off Ramadan, like, rah, like, I need to do this, this, and this. You start reading the Quran, you're reading like 15 pages per, like, Salah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everything's great. And then you start slowly declining. But it's just about maintaining. Yeah. Consistency. Consistency, discipline. But, um, yeah, like your body. Like, of course, you're gonna struggle when you're fasting, but if mm-hmm. if you know why you're doing it, like, because purpose just drives everything. That's that's our motivation. Hundred mm. percent. Like, it's weird. Like with me, like with the fasting, it's like one. I think one thing that you can guarantee at some points you're gonna be like very very hungry, and there'll be some points where it's like you're kind of just mellow, like everything's calm, you're peaceful. Mm. And I've realized that over the you know the week or so. Like, the times when I do get hungry, the, like, pain, or not, well, pain is that the right word? Yeah, I'll say pain that you feel, it's not, like, it's starting to, like, decrease, it's not as bad as it was the first couple of days. Mm. But, mm. like, you know, it's, I think you just get into the motion of it, really. It's like, you know. Yeah, I heard that, um, like, the first week, your body basically goes in shock. Mm. It's not used to, like, not consuming. But after, like, the first week, your, like, body starts to, like, adapt to it. And then it becomes yeah. easier. I think the, I think another thing that's important about Ramadan is just the whole thing about like, like cool on the surface it's not about eat that like, you know you don't eat and stuff like that but I think the other side of it is more of the spiritual, mm. you know it's like trying to get as close as possible with God, mm. and just you know doing your obligations what you're meant to do on a daily basis anyway. Yeah. So yeah, so I respect that you did the the fasting Kenya, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Go on. Did it on. did it make you appreciate food a lot more? It may. It, not necessarily food, but water. Oh, okay. like, mm. bruv, yes, water, man. like I, I, I needed that, fam. Like when mm-hmm. I, when I took the first drink, I was like, oh my gosh, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And even when I was eating, it's like I couldn't even eat a lot, bruv. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd get full yeah, so quick, important. bruv. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. what's it made you realize for? You know, it's only been like what nine days or so. I, don't even, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it is America. But, um, no, basically, I snack a lot throughout the day. Like, even when I get bored, I just eat. And not having that is, like, probably the hardest. I don't struggle mm. with the hunger too bad or the first. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, you appreciate food so much more. Like, and, like, water is so, like, easily accessible for us. Like, it's just right under our tap. Yeah. But water is actually, like, is actually so valuable. Like, mm. people have to travel miles to get water, if you think about it. We have it literally, yeah. like a couple meters away yeah exactly yeah. it's mad i i think one thing during ramadan like getting food is so hard because even to eat like you have to wait until the end of the day 
and then to eat in the morning you have to wake up really early mm. it's like food is never accessible you have to like it's always a struggle to get the next meal so like when fat says like, oh yeah you know you understand the value of it value of food i understand that because like man i remember the second or third day i was like imagine those kids or even just kids anyone like who just doesn't like they're constantly in a state of fasting because they don't have food they're just hungry all the time yeah and they, don't, and they don't know when their next meal is. I know when say it's like 8.30, I'll be eating. Like Some people don't even know if they're going to you know, wake up the next day to get food. Mm. It's mad. So I think it's just a perspective shift kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah. I suppose we can wrap it here then, isn't it? We'll, we'll yeah. say it properly. Oh, yeah. no intro. I'd love to see it. Oh, fuck. No, but it's so short. Like No, it's been 30 minutes. What do you mean short? How's this guy trying it? <laughs> I wanted to ask what you guys want, like, what kind of skills you're learning during quarantine. Because I'm stuck, like, I don't know what to do. Oh, so you need, like, oh, you want to, okay. Craig. Oh, well, Taj, have you got any? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me think. I hate everyone nah. saying, like, the usual, oh, go learn a language or something. Yeah. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. What I've been doing is, I've been drawing more, painting more. I, I actually tried painting. And I've been enjoying it. It's just something therapeutic about it. And it helps me mm. with fasting. Like it keeps my mind off fasting. Mm. Yeah. For me, I'd say um, just editing. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm. editing short clips. So it's not necessarily videos, but it's just like little 10, 14 second clips. And yeah, I, li- I literally just went on YouTube. Like, I was bored one day and I was like, yeah, how do I make like VHS edits? I don't know what you, I don't know if you lots know what VHS edits are, but. Yeah, so, um, mm, so, yeah so I just looked at I just yeah, I just looked at that, made a, made like two, one or two, and I just went from mm. there, bro. It's not to me. It's not like like it's. I'm not expecting anyone to come out knowing like a thousand languages, bro. It's just if yeah. if you've learned like one or two things that like you can now use as a hobby once quarantine is finished. For me, that's that's perfect, bro. Mm. Boy, thing is, it's weird because I haven't been doing much. Like I've just been doing my. Like finish off my academic year, like doing all my assignments and all my prepar- like preparation for exams and whatnot. Mm. If there's one thing I have learned, is that like presentation skills, like PowerPoint, is that I'm so used to just clicking like the the, the let's just say the templates that they have for you know just doing little different edits here and there. Yeah. But this time I've actually kind of created different shapes to make my work look a little bit nice and professional, everything. And I've been watching bare videos on like different types of designs that you can take and everything. Mm. And I've kind of just gone crazy for it over the last like week or so. But um, I think that's probably the only skill I'll probably... Yeah, that's a skill. I, yeah, PowerPoint skill, I'll say that. Let's go for that. It's quite boring, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I know how to make quotes. Like, you see them pictures and it has, like, quotes at the bottom? Yeah. Yeah, man... Oh, okay, like, yeah. Obviously, I got some on my Insta page and, like, man did all of that on my ones, bro. Oh, you it's made It's so easy those. to do, bro. Yeah, I yeah, made, wait, I made all of it. I was going to say it's so easy. But yeah, it's I didn't so know you made easy, them. bro. Yeah, yeah, I've done it. And what, yeah. you use an app? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I used two apps. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Um, no intro, but we can wrap it up. We can wrap it up, but does anyone else have anything else to say? I was gonna say that. I feel as if every time you guys say, "Oh, no <laughs> joke," it's like you guys just come for me. When you know you guys could literally just say, "Touch, touch, touch." You know, just no, do little, man. You, you should know, know bro. <laughs> and why is it that whenever we're trying to wrap it up, you want to bust convo? Honestly, this is in every episode, Taj. <laughs> well, I was telling you, I did ask. Does anyone else want to say anything? Well, uh, yeah, fair enough. Yes. And he wanted to say that. I just don't want to go. Well, no intro. At least we have an outro. But, uh, 
Thanks for listening, everyone. Boys, don't leave me. Oh, I'm scared. Gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Man, then what? Are you, are you riding? Shut up yeah. and let him outro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not repeating myself. No, please, please, fam. No, I'm not repeating myself. Fat, please, please, please. No, you're going to have to edit my no, audio and, outro, and then no, no, replay No, 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 we need an outro, man. Hurry up. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everyone. This has been the Take Show, and we'll catch you on the next one. In the attic, we are the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. The sky is falling, ain't no need.